0: That's right, everybody. Let, Let
1: that love rain down. We need a lot of love here in our world. There ain't much of it, especially if you watch the news. My recommendation, stop watching the news and start loving one another, baby. That's right. That's my friend Carly Ozard, my dear friend Carly Ozard singing Let Love Rain Down. You can listen to her on Spotify, Spotify. Or a bunch of other places. You can even buy her music if you're so inclined. Go to CarlyOzard.com. Wow, what a week. What a week in the world. We still have that war going on in Ukraine. We had our Supreme Court deciding uh, the fate of women and also men who care for uh, ages to come. Condemning women to death. Because of religious fanaticism. I used to be a Catholic. The whole abortion issue is one of the main reasons I'm not a Catholic anymore. I guess, well, according to the Catholic Church, I'm always a Catholic. I was baptized a Catholic. And I have to admit, you know, there's a big part of me that still feels Catholic and that feels like I'm wedded to that institution no matter what I do. And there's a part of me. That that wishes I could enjoy being Catholic.
2: But there's so much that I don't like about it. I don't like
1: their stance on abortion, which I think is just horrible. I don't like uh, how they molest little boys and hide the molesters
2: in various places. Yeah, so often what they do is, if a priest is
1: you know uh arrested or accused of molesting a child they'll go hide him up in some seminary up in the mountains somewhere for years oh what a wonderful thing and then and then uh you know they're, they're ready con- to condemn abortion for all reasons and yet they say nothing about the death penalty. They do nothing to stop the death penalty. I mean, how hypocritical is that? I thought all human beings were worthy of God's love. I don't know. It's just... The thing is, I went to the Santana concert last week to see Santana and Earth, Wind, and Fire. And Carlos Santana just said it. He said, you know... If you listen to the effing music, all excuse me, if you listen to the and news, all you're going to get is negativity and fear. And he was pissed. He said, music, listen to music, love one another, ignore that stuff as much as you can. I, I'm really agreeing with him.
2: You know, what, what good does it do you really? It's a bad
1: habit is all it is. And I have to say, I, I'm... I've taken on to that habit especially especially since covid I've been listening to a lot of news I listen to talk radio I you know I listen to independent news on youtube which I agree with but it constantly gets you riled up who needs that who needs it live your life we need to enjoy life I mean we are here only once as far as i can tell unless you're I don't know, a Buddhist. You're here a bunch of times. But you might not come back as a human. You could come back as a chicken or a grasshopper or a rat. Or a cockroach.
0: La cucaracha, la cucaracha. I came back as a cucaracha.
1: Boy, that would be fun, huh? What if someone, what if you came back as a cockroach and someone took a newspaper and smashed you and you died? Then what do you come back as? lower than a cockroach or could you come back as a person? These are questions that need to be answered by a guru and I ain't one. Go find yourself a nice Indian guru and he'll tell you the answer. True,
2: true story. They do that. Yeah, so I don't have an interview today.
1: I did do A two-day interview session with my friend, Ed Hooks, who is the go-to person in the world to teach acting technique to animators, and he's a good friend of mine, and he used to live near me, and now he lives in Europe and Portugal, but I have to edit it still, so... Because we went on and on and on, I need to to condense that thing down. So today, what I thought I'd do, and maybe this will be an ongoing thing... For those of you who love the Bard, Mr. Willie Shakespeare, I thought that I would go through his sonnets one at a time. Isn't that exciting? Well, for me it is. For me it is. And I think it will be for you, too. We're going to have fun. Do you know what Shakespeare's sonnets are? He wrote 154 sonnets. They were published in his uh, quarto in 1609, and they covered all kinds of themes, such as the passage of time, mortality, love, beauty, infidelity, and jealousy. The first uh, 126 of Shakespeare's sonnets are addressed to a young man in a very interesting way, in a way that today would be considered probably... Probably homosexual, although I don't know if that's the case back then. There's a question about that. Maybe he was homosexual, or maybe he just had uh, just a lot of affection for this young man, and uh, that's how he expressed it. And that was "quote unquote" normal. No one's really exactly sure about that. And the last twenty eight are addressed to. A mysterious,
2: dark-haired lady. Interesting, huh? That Shakespeare was something else. He lived such a life.
1: You know, he was born in Stratford-upon-Avon, which is a... You know, now it's like a two-hour train ride, but that was, you know, a day of travel to London... He married a woman who was much older than him. I think she may have gotten pregnant. I think that's why he married her. I don't think they got along very well. Uh, they didn't spend a lot of time together. He spent most of his time in London, and his family stayed in Stratford-upon-Avon. He did return there near the end of his life. I, I'm assuming he might have been ill or tired. I don't know. But uh, he did so much in his I think 53 years, I think that's how long he lived. Uh, I, I wonder how, how he did it, and I wonder how people from those times were so, could be so productive. That's why there are a lot of people that don't believe that Shakespeare, the man Shakespeare himself, was the actual author of the plays and the sonnets, that he didn't have enough education, he didn't have enough time, he didn't have enough free time. A lot of people claim it had to be somebody from, from the monarchy. Um, I don't believe that. Uh, everything I've seen, read, heard, and I've done a lot of study. I, I studied Shakespeare in London for an entire summer. I I am 90% sure it was Shakespeare himself. At least I want to believe that. Did you know that they found remnants of marijuana under shakespeare's home in stratford upon avon i think it was about 7 or 8 years ago
2: so maybe shakespeare partook in the herb in the herb of life all righty okay so let us dig into this puppy sonnet number 1 yeah
1: okay, here we are. So what I think I'll do uh, in sonnet number one here is I'll read the sonnet and then we'll do a little interpretation because for many of you, and uh, me included often, it's hard to understand on the first go because, uh, you know, this was poetry from hundreds of years ago. So uh, don't feel bad if it just sounds pretty with my incredible voice. My baritone pipes. (laughs) All right, sonnet number one. From fairest creatures we desire increase That thereby beauty's rose might never die But as the riper should by time decrease His tender air might bear his memory But thou, contracted to thine own bright eyes, Feedest thy lightest flame with self-substantial fuel, Making a famine where abundance lies, Thyself thy foe to thyself too cruel. Thou that art now the world's fresh ornament, And only herald to the gaudy spring, Within thine own bud, buryest thy content and tender churl, make waste in niggarding. Pity the world, or else this glutton be, to eat the world's dew by the grave and thee. Ooh, ominous. Ominous talk. Now, I did say niggarding. That's not the N-word. It's spelt N-I-G-G-A-R-D-I-N-G. So please, no hate mail. And it doesn't mean anything like the other N-word. Okay. So let's see. Uh, From fairest creatures we desire increase, that thereby beauty's rose might never die. So let's look at that. What does that mean? From fairest creatures we desire increase. Okay. That means... Uh, fairest means beautiful and creatures are like animals so from fairest creatures so from beautiful animals and plants and everything we desire increase what that means is we desire them to multiply you know make little babies plants and animals yes and uh, that thereby beauty's rose might never die so so that the beauty of creation will not die out so it just basically says we want all beautiful animals and plants and everything to reproduce like wild things and uh so that they never disappear cool now here we go but as the riper should by time decrease his tender air might bear his memory. Hmm. But as the riper should by time
2: decrease, what does that mean? What does that mean? I know what that means. So what that means, riper means older. So,
1: So, but as the older person or man probably in that time uh should
2: by time decrease um
1: he will eventually die right so the older man should by time decrease so this old man or woman over time is gonna get older and then decrease and degenerate
2: into dust basically um
1: he leaves now, now, now. His tender heir might bear his memory. Well, that's pretty clear. He leaves uh, a young heir to carry his memory. You know, some younger person to remember him by. <sighs> but thou contracted to thine own bright eyes.
2: But you, thou is you. Oh, and by the way.
1: I should have said this earlier, but if you want to read along, go to nosweatshakespeare.com. That's N-O-S-W-E-A-T-Shakespeare.com slash sonnets, S-O-N-N-E-T-S, slash one. There you go. Easy. And you can read along with me. Okay. His tender air might bear his memory. But thou contracted to thine uh, excuse me but thou contracted to thine own bright eyes. But you concerned only with your own beautiful eyes, but thou contracted means concerned." Words had different meanings back then. to your own beauty, your own beautiful eyes. Feeds thy lightest flame with self-substantial fuel. Feedest thy lightest flame with self-substantial fuel. What does that
2: mean? Let's see. So, you
1: feed your lightest flame. What could that mean? What could lightest... Flame mean? I think it just means a, a bright light. With self with self substantial fuel. Hmm. I think it's like you just you'd only regard yourself. Self substantial fuel. That's all you care about is yourself. So you feed your own face and your own bright eyes with concerns about only yourself. Making Whoa. I just dropped something. Making a famine where abundance lies. Making a famine where abundance lies. Hmm. Hmm.
2: So a famine...
1: So before we were talking about beauty, and now we're talking about famine. So the opposite of uh beauty... Hmm. The opposite of beauty making a famine where abundance lies. So you had abundance. No, you had a, you had a fam you you had of abundance and then this person is purposely bringing it down by their own selfishness.
2: Yikes. Hmm.
1: And their own you know focus on their uh, own flame. Totally selfish. Thyself, thy foe. To thy sweet self, too cruel. So yourself, you're, you're your own enemy. You're your own worst enemy.
2: Basically. You're your own worst enemy.
1: To thy sweet self, too cruel hmm what could that mean to thy sweet yeah so you're your own worst enemy and to yourself you are too cruel interesting i thought i thought this person was a complete shallow person and now it sounds like they're just too cruel i'm confused i am so confused interesting very interesting Okay, then we have Thou art now Thou art now the world's fresh ornament So, you're the world's most beautiful thing You're the world's most beautiful thing And only herald to the gaudy spring And only, okay, let me say that right Thou art now the world's fresh ornament And only herald to the gaudy spring So you are now the
2: world's fresh ornament. Beautiful thing, the most beautiful thing in the world. An only herald to the gaudy spring. Hmm. So a herald is a messenger, I believe. And, uh, let's see. An only herald to the gaudy spring. So...
1: Hmm, what does this mean? Most beautiful ornament. So you're the messenger of spring. Yeah, you're the messenger of spring. Um, within thine own bud, buriest thy content. Within thine own bud, bariest thy content. Within thine own... What the heck? Within thine own bud, buriest thy content. What is that? Huh. Hmm. So I guess it means um, within thine own bud. So within yourself, you're burying content. The content, your content, your gifts, what you're made of. So you're burying the best parts of yourself in your own self. And tender churl makest waste in niggarding. Ooh, that word sounds... That's what, you got to make sure that you pronounce niggarding correctly, or you could be you could go to jail, I think. I'm pretty sure you would. Uh, let's see
2: here. Uh,
1: so, and only here, within thy known and tender churl make us waste in niggerding. niggerding, niggerding. What does niggerding mean? I forgot. I'm going to, to check that out. Let's see.
2: Hmm. Hey, let's see. niggerding <laughs> I, I think it means wasting. I think it means wasting. I think that's what it means. Yeah. Pretty. Uh so basically what's being said here is that since you uh will not reproduce You are uh, wasting your beauty. Yeah. Wow.
1: I can't believe this. My soundboard just keeps like going up and down. Does anyone want to be my my sound producer and work for free? (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with this thing. I hope I can fix it in post. Oh my God. If anybody out there makes podcasts or anything, or does video, I think that you'll agree with me that the sound is the most difficult and brutal thing about the whole situation. Sound is difficult. Doing sound. Anyway, and tender churro chur- makes waste in niggerting. Uh, yeah, so you're making waste by, you know, not reproducing when you're like the most beautiful creature on earth. <laughs> I wonder if Shakespeare actually felt that way. Pity the world, or else this glutton be to eat the world's dew by the grave and thee. Whoa. Pity the world, so feel bad for the world,
2: or else this glutton be um, to eat the world's dew. Oh, I see. So, feel bad for the world... um. Or else uh, you, the glutton
1: who devours the world. (laughs) No, 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 no. To eat the world to... Or else this glutton be to eat the world's dew by the grave and thee. So it's like, take pity on the world.
2: Or maybe this glutton who devours the world and beauty with the grave is just going to take you and you will have not reproduced
1: and not done your duty with your beauty. Wow, that's quite a scolding sonnet, sonnet number one. Hmm. Maybe Shakespeare was in a bad mood. Oh, here's the 1609 quarto sonnet version. Oh, my God. It's in some strange spelling. I'll try to do it with a Shakespearean accent from the time. I think I know. It, we have an idea of what it sounds like, so I'll try to do that.
0: From fair-fit creatures we desire in grief That thereby beauty's Rolf might ne'er die But as the raper should by time deceive his tender air might bear his memory but thou contracted to thine own bright eyes feedeth thy light's flame with self substantial swell making a famine where abundance lies thyself thy foe to thy sweet self too cruel thou art thou now the words uh, Self-ornament and only herald to the gaudy spring Within thine own bud, barefoot thy content And tender charl make waft in niggarding Pity the world or-, or else his glutton be To eat the world's dew by the grave and thee There you go. <laughs> hey, I had fun. I hope you had fun.
1: Let me know if you have any questions or if you have any uh, requests. I'll take requests about doing things like this. Write to um, greenroomonair at gmail.com or rayrenati at gmail.com. And uh, I will uh, do my best to uh, make you happy. Okay, everybody, thanks so much for listening. And until next week, I will see you on the boards. Au revoir.